podcast. I'm your host this week, Paige. Um, so again, is a debate podcast. It gives us the opportunity to argue both sides of a topic. The kick is you might be arguing from a side that goes against your personal opinion or beliefs. So this week, who do we have on? Hey, it's Christy. Hey, Lindsay. Alana. This is Alex. Beans, beans here. Yanni in the house. All right, and so. How was your week? What's been going on? I got a baby on the way, y'all. Woo! Hey, Wait, you're pregnant. You're pregnant. Okay, it's not my baby. Oh. The nephew's on the way. My sister my is presently in the hospital. Hey. <laughs> Waiting on the child. Another so, baby bison. Have they started the induction process? They have. She is six centimeters dilated, whatever that means. Oh, good. Tell her. She, high a kite the she got a fentanyl button. She hires a kite right now. <laughs> Oh, she got so, that's good. So, does Alex's nephew and Chrissy's nephew still count as HSC babies? I feel like they do, right? Yeah, we got four HSC they cousins. They cousins. They cousins. They, cousins. they can be a cousin. <laughs> Everybody got extended family. Yeah. Gloria still first lady, and yeah, because I'll be um. <laughs> and Rose is the nephew. I mean, no, he's the prince. <laughs> prince of HSC nephew. <laughs> How you went from first lady <laughs> to, to nephew? Alana said I'm a child that. because she's trying to drag him. I said she's drag princess, him. princess, king, queen. She's, she's just prince. She first lady and that other baby. That's what she's just trying to get. <laughs> Rose is king, baby HSC, and Glow is queen, baby HSC. Okay. And Paige, I thought you were going to um, give us a little gospel inspiration or something. For this Today is Why did you think that? This, the oh, oh. oh, right. I forgot. It's all right. <laughs> I mean, I know it's the pandemic and all, but I mean, blessed be the rock. Blessed be the rock of my salvation. I'm sure we all sound awful. Oh. I'm certain. Let me get my palm. This is this is the table. <laughs> it is Palm Sunday, though, isn't it? It is Palm it Sunday. Is. Really? It is not a. That ain't no <laughs> palm. <laughs> palm Sunday. <laughs> was, was that a palm? No. It was close it. enough. It was it a was <laughs> It was a succulent. <laughs> <laughs> All I got to hear is bamboo, so I got to... I do want to acknowledge the fact that where we were last year at this time, we were planning a cooking experiment where we were going to cook this Easter dish, you remember, when everybody got their lamb. Yes. Oh, yes. Kind of like really talking to each other every day. Yeah. Yes, I cannot did. believe that was a year ago. We were in the... Right. I was like, was that really a year ago? Yeah. It surely was. <laughs> Wow. Just Sunday dinner. Yes. Wow. Look, look, you know, in this the midst of the terribleness that is COVID, I like we've said before, I have seen y'all's faces more in the past year than I have ever seen y'all's faces. In the, yeah. like, in even the in past college, I don't years. think I saw y'all. A year talk. ago yes. today. A year ago today. Well, a year and a week ago, I found out I was pregnant. <laughs> 
very so fragrant. We knew, we knew Tenna was, mind you, Tenna and Gloria, I mean, um, Rose and Gloria are a week apart and we knew Tenna was pregnant how long before? <laughs> we knew you was pregnant too. You didn't know you was pregnant. <laughs> no. Yeah, Tenna had announced her pregnancy like weeks before. Right. And then Alana pops up like, oh, me too. And hey guys, no, I'm look at my toddler. Like, hey y'all, I'm 12 weeks pregnant. <laughs> The baby had fully formed. Alana had a toddler in the room talking about, I just found out I was pregnant. And was deeply shocked that she was pregnant. That was the kid. That pissed me off. We all looking at the sonogram, but like, but how, sweetie? How? How? That's okay. And then we discovered the beautiful app that is House Party. House Party. And we've been looking at House Party was a game changer. It was. Road stepping in the building. Say what's up. He said, how y'all gonna have a Ding visual boo. podcast? He's gonna reminisce about me if I'm not even in the frame. <laughs> he's, not even, he's not showing us no love, Rose. He's still occupied with his toy. He just oh, didn't okay. be in the He's like, but I'm gonna need you to hold me, though. <laughs> right. Basically. Basically. Okay. Sorry, and before we move on to the debate, and I don't want to spend too much time on this topic, but I would like, I know I'm not the host, Paige. I'm taking over your role for just one second. Um, give one word to describe the Derek Jackson situation. Mm. Oh. Was that your word, Paige? <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, I'm going to go with embarrassing. <laughs> That's a good one. I want to go with hypocrisy. Mm. My word's going to be audacity because like what? (laughs) Audacity. My word is going to be audacity because the audacity just doesn't describe it enough. It's deeper than audacity. 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 (laughs) You're right. It's deeper than audacity. Like damn. Deeper than audacity. Audacity. We're just going to say disrespect. Mm. I don't have one word. I'll be damned. <laughs> <laughs> phrase, okay. I'll be damned. Lindsay, what's your word? Clown. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lindsay, that sums it all up. Clown. Just no, I think you should be clowns. Clowns. Okay, because we got more than one clown in this situation. Right. Oh. Uh, that was a good question. I just right. want us as a people to stop letting these people embarrass y'all on uh, on national social media and all these things. Stop letting these folks embarrass y'all. The the key rule: you do not have to respond to everything. You don't. You do not have to. And respond you don't to have everything. to put everything on Instagram. Stop right. It. Everything is not everybody's business. Right. Also, mm-hmm. you should probably never, ever, ever put yourself on a pedestal. And if we or just anyone else it. for that matter. Yes. Well, he, said, he said he didn't do that. He said we did that to him. Who is we? <laughs> I just want to let y'all know that these earrings in my ear are the shackles that have been kicked off of my feet. You see earrings, I see broken shackles. <laughs> Great. Okay. What did she call the hat? What did she Great call the hat? Okay. A bonnet of salvation. <laughs> the bonnet of salvation. Father God. You see the gold, you see a fake gold chain. I see the liberty of Jesus. That ain't my God. <laughs> that is not my God. I don't know who you're talking to. 
Leave that lady alone. Leave that lady alone. Okay. It's just the fact that he had to come back in the comments talk about it's not a bonnet, it's a hat. So she to make it okay. But he wrote that with the laughing emoji. So you clowning her too. You clowning her. Right. Clowning her too. And perception is reality. Sir, that is a bonnet. <laughs> That's about it. That's about that it. We just want to know why did he grab her hand like that though? He was talking like with her hand in his hand, and it's just like, just let her go. Why just did he talk in third person? That's what I'm saying. It's the right. third person. It was the third person. He right. didn't do it. Derek Jackson did it. <laughs> <laughs> so I know a lot of you all saw this video. I just wanted to speak on it. <laughs> Derek Jackson, you know. That did any of you guys know who he was before? I, 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 did. I, did. I didn't know. Tiani, mm. I unfollowed him many moons ago. Long just, time ago, right? Just just because it, it it started off with like, oh, it was nice little inspirational stuff. And then he went to talking down to like, you, you, you have to, I don't know. It was, it went from being a positive thing to being like a negative preachy type thing. And I was like, ah. It's a lot of social media people who start off like with good inspirational and then you like start feeling yourself and it's like, okay, you went left. Yeah, he did. He did. And well, he's not a preacher. He started preaching in the car. Mm -hmm. That was when he (laughs) in the car. Okay, but the word on the street is all them. I didn't watch the car videos, but all those car videos are apparently him recording in front of his mistress's house. Like she was like, if you see the pillows in the back, the white pillows, that's my house. Yes, that's why he was literally because somebody said it in the chat and I laughed, but he was literally either on his way to cheat or just coming or just had left from every video. Do you understand how crazy that is? He was like, every video you see that white pillar in the background, that's my house. Maybe. But I feel like again, what word of the like week what audacity. Means, <laughs> I feel like what it means is like every time he did something new and grimy, he was like, "Let, Let me, me make sure people. I clear this up." Yes, he, he felt like he had a testimony. Yeah, he That's was preaching to himself. Yeah. Exactly. That don't make no damn. Sense. And I just and I want people to know because I've seen people comment like, "Oh, leave her alone." It's not the fact that he cheated or whatever happened because things happen in relationships and yes you move on it's the fact that this man is clowning you on social media bringing everything to the light if you're gonna move on move on queen don't sit up there and say i don't i don't tolerate this yes you do it's okay you do. It's, a, it's, okay. <laughs> and it's okay if that's what you choose to do then do it but you make it a video every day with your bonnet on of salvation, your body armor, like <laughs> or her Steve Harvey pantsuit. They clowned her for that. And let me tell you something. I tried my very best to laugh, but a chuckle slipped out. <laughs> they talk about she looked like some old preacher's Creflo Dollar. They said she looked like Creflo Dollar standing on it. <laughs> I saw it and I hollered, but I caught myself. They don't do that. But but my thing is, like, you brought your wife there and you gripping her hand when you're defending yourself. Mm -hmm. But when she's getting dragged in these streets for her bonnet, she's making these weird videos by herself. Like, where are you holding her hand when she's trying to defend herself? And it's just like, now you're probably still visiting the mistress. She's making another girl house. There are white pillars in the back of his next background. Boom. Well, 
<laughs> All right, guys. So moving on to this week's debate. All right. So this week's topic, do you or do you not tip when the service is a little questionable? So first up, we'll have Christy, who is going to be arguing the affirmative that you should always tip. And then we're going to be following up with Lindsay, who is going against it, that you need to keep your coins. All right. So Christy, you're up first. All right. So in researching this topic, I wanted to figure out about when this whole tipping culture even started. So what I found was that it's believed to come from European culture, like most of the things in the U.S. does, um, leading up to the Civil War. And it's believed to enhance and grown after the Civil War around the time of the 15th Amendment, when us who were previously enslaved are now uh, working service jobs and working for money. And it's believed to be, tipping was believed to be a means of paying employees less or not at all and having their wages be supplemented by the generosity of the customers being serviced. This didn't help in around 1938 when the Fair Labor Standards Act also um, allowed minimum wage to be earned through tips themselves and not just the payment from the employer. So let's set it up. The weather's nice. You've been inside forever and decide let's go out to eat. You and some friends go out or you take your household, whatever. You go, you eat, dinner's finished. It's almost time to go. The check comes and it's the infamous moment of how much is the proper amount to tip. So you start recollecting your entire experience to determine if it was tip worthy or not. And again, how much? How much of this recollect recollection is truly based on the server's responsibilities and actions and how much is based on your encounter as a whole. We tend to think of tipping based on the entire dining experience, but this is unfair to the server and not always the case. In customer service jobs, it's not always your performance that controls a customer's image of you, merely the kind of day the customer is having and can be the skew, can be what skews, I'm sorry, their viewpoint of you and your service. The waitress or waiter who is the face we see most coming to our table is not the only wheel turning to make your restaurant experience a delightful one. The hostess who you only see once but is the first person to make contact with you can also set the tone for your entire dining experience. Next, let's say you order an alcoholic beverage. The server is now relying on the bartender to prepare your drink in a timely manner and provide them for you. And then next, the food, which is the brunt of why we normally rate an experience bad or good, is relying on the chef or kitchen staff to properly prepare your order and in a manner that is satisfactory to you, the customer. All the while, the waitress or waiter is the messenger who is responsible for providing these updates and sometimes being the bearer of bad news. And what do we do if these components are not up to our standards? we penalize the server. We decide that, um, sorry, we uh, penalize the server. Meanwhile, the other staff responsible or possibly responsible for your negative dining experience are getting paid at least minimum wage regardless of our salty review. The waitress or waiter 
is the one who pays for any misstep in service, regardless of whether it was under their control. What about industries where you are required to pay regardless of how the front house service, regardless of the front house service you receive? For instance, the internet provider, if you are, sometimes you only have one choice with the neighborhood that you live in. And if you're unhappy with your actual internet service, you don't fault the contractor that comes to install that uh, equipment for you. And you don't fault the customer service rep who may answer your calls when you have an issue. You fault the actual internet service itself and yet you still pay. It is our responsibility to assist in this server's income we're in a system that does not value these workers, a system where servers are now having to pay for America's rich, sick history. We, the main receivers of the servers that serve uh, waitresses and waiters are providing should do our part in making sure they are earning a proper living wage. The end. <laughs> awesome, Chrissy. So Basically, what I'm hearing is that tipping is racist. So we're gonna... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, Lindsay, you're up. Are you escalating quickly? We should not be tipping. Yes. So I want for everybody to picture. Okay, you, like Christy already told us, you've been in quarantine. You may be going out to celebrate with the ladies. You may just be wanting to grab a bite to eat and you know that you only have about two hours because you have a newborn baby and he can only stay calm for a certain amount of time. So you're greeted, well greeted at the front, okay? Sit down at the table, looking at the menu, busy, busy restaurant. Nobody has come to your table yet. And that's fine. We're chatting it up, chatty Cathy's. 15 minutes have passed by, still nobody. Excuse me, excuse me, somebody to the table, please. The waitress wait or waiter finally comes by. Oh, I only have one table. Okay, sis, you should have let me know that, okay? I, I got you, you only got one table? We can work with that. Come back, come back by. Okay, we finally do our orders. We put everything in. We don't have any waters. No waters on the table. If we went to Red Lobster, no, no biscuit. See the biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's ready in the kitchen already. Do you hear me? To come out, ready to come out. <laughs> so, finally, raise the hand again. Thank you, sweetie. Uh, <laughs> on the table. <laughs> now, mind you, so we, we came in joyful, right? But now I'm feeling a little tension because I'm hungry. I only got 45 minutes till my baby's about to wake back up and I got to go. So she comes back, takes her order. We eat. Oh, the kitchen is running behind. Okay, sis, I got you. <laughs> just running behind. You brought me the biscuits, my little salad on the side. Appreciate it. Guess what? I'm going to give you an extra drink. Thank you because we've been waiting for a while. So I'm giving you this story because communication is key when you are at a restaurant. It's not to say, if you don't communicate with your customer, then I won't know what's going on. 
And so at the end of the day, at, when you give me my receipt, I am going to be a little upset because you didn't communicate. And this whole time I've had a nasty little attitude. You probably got one too, because if you a sister or brother, you probably feel where I'm coming from. And we just gonna be mad at each other. And guess what? What's gonna say on the, on the tip? Ooh, I might drop this down to 10%. Now normally I do a little 20. I do a little 20%, okay? okay. But, but we gonna drop it down. And this was, this was based off of research. So I like how Christy brought up the research. I did look up like etiquette, and what should you do if your service is bad? I know we're saying, should you tip? It says you drop it on down. And I do know people that do that. Okay. They, they may give you, they may be the most generous tippers ever. But as the time at my table goes by and I see you not doing what you need to do, we're going to take it down every notch. Okay. And so for me, I think if the service is bad, you're not going to get the tip you thought you was getting. I'm going to call the manager over as well. <clears throat> Let me hear my voice. I'm going to call the manager over as well. Give my whole, I support the community speech. And I come here all the time. And this is not the quality of service. I support the community. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I feel, I do feel bad um, sometimes because we know that they do make, uh, $2.13 an hour, but I feel like it's up to um, the government to subsidize that. They are working on their feet all the time, and just like they do in Washington, they give their servers minimum wage, and if I get a tip, cha-ching, cha-ching, right? It's extra, but your service has to be, to me, outstanding if you know that you're working to get um, these benefits. And yes, like Chrissy said, the hostess gets a cut, the bartender gets a cut, everybody gets a cut. So you better make your service immaculate, okay? So that we're not splitting $3 when the check comes to the table. You get a dollar, I get a dollar, and the hostess get a dollar. And she really didn't do nothing but smile and give the minky. So <laughs> you, the service, yes, you need to serve me as if I am the queen of Sheba. And your tip will bring you all the riches and gold that you deserve. Well, okay then. Okay, okay. Sheba. Queen of Sheba. Queen of Thank you, Miss Sheba. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Christy, we're going to kick it back to you. Any rebuttal? The riches and gold. So one to counter the splitting. So that even though everybody you encounter or even those people working behind the scenes um are what you're saying like makes up that service right only those tipping well lawfully only those tipping um jobs like the waiter waitress and the busboy those are the ones that are being impacted by our tipping and yeah, you bring management over, but they're probably going to dock from that person. Now you're messing up that person's livelihood, right? And then one other interesting thing that I saw, um, by law, that, you know, that 15% gratuity that you see if there's a party of six or more, yeah. apparently that can be taken by the business, that's not necessarily going to the waiter or waitress. 
So they're expecting a tip to be the gratitude of the customer themselves and not and not what you're required to pay because you have a large party. So management is taking their cut lawfully or unlawfully. So I believe we should still do our civic duty and making sure that if the government's not doing what they're supposed to be doing, then why not help your fellow man out? You know what I'm saying? Give your tip, give your 10, your 15%. To me, anything helps because right now your tipping wage is like you said, $2.13 um, an hour. Um, that's all I'm gonna say. Everything counts. Yeah. Don't want a shorthand. Let's help our fellow man or woman. If the government's not doing their job and subsidizing, then we need to help out each other and making sure that everybody has a living wage. Okay. I would also like to say, this is my rebuttal. I want you to think of Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I want you to think of Publix. Ooh. They don't require any tips. I'm not sure what their paycheck is. But regardless of how they feel, what's going on in their life, they give you immaculate service. <laughs> and it's their pleasure. It's my pleasure. <laughs> Queen. No, I know I've never seen my But like just thinking if you if you have signed up for a job in customer service, you know that you are going to interact with people. And so you want to give them the best service that you can give. Yes, things may happen. Yes, it may be out of your control, but that's why I want to go back to communication is key because we're all human. If you let me know that the kitchen is backed up, the, the bartender's working by herself, you're the only person in this section, and I came in with a party of 15, I may be a little aggravated, but at the end of the day, I know you're doing your best with what you have to give me. And so I will probably tip you a lot, even though there's so much going on in the background. But if you don't communicate and I don't know what's going on, then it's just going to be docked and you might just get a lower tip. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to say, and this may be against myself, but I would never say I'm never going to tip, but it may not be what you're expecting to receive at the end of our bill. Um, and just like I'm an educator. I come, I do my job, and guess what? If I don't do my job, somebody's gonna pull me in the back, let me know what's going on. I get evaluated all the time. And so as adults, even as teenagers, we have to be able to be receptive to feedback. So if this is your third table for the week that has pulled your manager over, you gotta self-check your, you gotta do a self-check. What am I doing where I cannot please who I'm serving? You're a customer service at the end of the day <laughs> and so um that's my end of the argument all right guys this is a toughie but we're gonna throw it to the commentators we're gonna let you guys talk it out um we're gonna find out what is the right thing to do and what do you actually believe you should do All right, guys, this one was really tough, but we're going to kick it to the commentators, see what they're thinking about these arguments, find out should we or should we not tip, and then see what everybody really thinks about everything. So, Tina, you're up first. Okay, so just lay all my thoughts out on the table or just Christy yeah. or just Lindsay? Lay it just out. Lay it all. Lay it out. Lay it out. 
Okay, so first of all, Christy is usually not a super spicy person, but that was a spicy <laughs> argument, okay? I'm a believer, like, as, so I'm gonna answer it two ways as far as like, who won the debate and what do I believe? Um, I won't say who I won the b- debate, but like, Christy really came with the facts. And I was like, mm, interesting on the history. Um, whereas Lindsay's, I think, approach a- appealed to me more emotionally. Christy's approach appeared to appeal to me more mentally. So they really have me torn 50-50. Um, so that's on the quality of the debate. But what do I believe? Oh gosh, it's so hard because I do feel like my, I tip generously and I always tell myself, like, I don't eat at expensive places. So when I'm talking about 20, 25%, 30%, 35%, I'm talking about the difference between an incremental $5 or not. And it's like, if that service person continues to get an incremental $5 or they continue to not get an incremental $5, that $5 difference means a lot more to them than it does to me. So I usually weigh towards Christie's logic, but then at the same time, um, Lindsay brings up a good point, which is a lot of people work based on their services. So like salespeople work based on their service, right? They get a commission. If they their customer service is not good enough, then they're just not going to make the sales and they're just not going to get a new commission. That is actually no difference than being a waiter because you could have been pitching your idea for an hour. And if you don't get the sale, you're not going to get any money. You could be serving me for an hour. And if your service isn't good, you ain't going to get no money. So I can see both sides. I'm still torn on who won, but my personal belief is that you need to earn this money just like everybody else does. And if earning that money doesn't sit well with you, then there are other services than being a waiter that you can choose to do if that's just not your calling. That's my opinion. All right, Tiani, what are you thinking? My beliefs. So I think this is a bigger issue. I don't think it's a no tip in, tip in thing because, and I'll use Christie's logic. If this was altogether a team effort, why are you paying me different than you paying the rest of the team? Like I, I was unaware uh, whether who got paid what. So like if everybody was getting tipped or if nobody was getting tipped, like I know my brother's a waiter, so he gets tips. But sometimes even as a host, he gets tips. You know what I'm saying? So like, I I wasn't aware of who gets tips and who wasn't. I know he prefers to work in the kitchen, but I think that's just because he don't really like people. But I, <laughs> I, have, I have a very bad, I have bad ideas about, I have negative ideas about tipping. I would prefer everybody get paid the regular wage because when I tip, I'm not tipping for the service. I'm tipping for the food. Like that food was great. So I may as well just go ahead to the dude in the kitchen to be quite honest. I'm not tipping you for what you should have done anyway. And I mean, I guess it's like a tenant thing. Like you, you are a commission based person. You need to do this work. But I think that the honest answer is you need to pay these people a livable wage. You need to pay these people a livable wage. So they do, they, no one needs to be paid on the kindness of strangers. Like that's, have you seen America? We're not kind. Okay, we're not kind. Don't pay these people on the kindness of strangers. Pay these people a fixed income. And then when you get sick and tired of them, you just get rid of them. But Tiani, let me ask you, in the absence of 
fixing this from like a government standpoint, do you think that we as the customer are responsible for helping provide that livable wage? Just asking your opinion. No, of course not. Um, and, and again, I have very bad views because the people I know that tip the best are former waiters and waitresses, which means you tipping because you've been there and you feel bad for these people. You are not tipping because they are good. You are not, you are tipping because you have been there because they are relatable. You can nod all you want, Alex, you know it's true. You done been there. And like uh, Christy said, it may not have been you. It may have been the people in the kitchen. Maybe they didn't show up time. Maybe they in the back smoking or whatever. They holding you up. It could have been anything because at the end of the day, that service is a team effort. So either we all gonna pick, get paid together the same way are we not like that's crazy to me so i don't i think people tip best because the person that they're talking to or waited by was relatable hmm. that is so interesting that you said you tip based on food because that's actually the first time i've ever heard anybody say that they tip based on how good the food is uh, oh is this just unusual for me no no, no i agree with you sorry i don't know oh, okay but okay, yeah, so that, that was interesting um, because you're tipping on the entire like experience of it, I guess, whereas I'm tipping you based on, is my water glass full? Did you come by and ask me if I need ketchup? When I asked for the ketchup, did you bring it back or were you looking around and serving everybody else around me? So I'm strictly looking at service. Um, page like the example is a steakhouse okay okay steakhouses usually are more expensive so your waiter has to be like upping their service level because if you go to a steakhouse you could easily pay 50 60 dollars for a piece of meat and have to buy your side separately okay yeah. if i pay 60 dollars for a piece of meat and my waiter delivers me a, a meat that is well done i know some of y'all like rubbery steak on here but i don't okay i like my steak juicy i like it bloody okay wow you don't need to be calling people out <laughs> the guilty but shall the, speak yes but the point is in that experience in that example you are going to be interfacing with your waiter and if you're annoyed that you just paid a 60 dollars for a black hockey puck instead of a juicy red steak you're going to be communicating irritated with your waitress or waiter and their response to that is going to determine whether you'll get over that situation or not so i had also never heard it expressed that way Paige, but it kind of makes sense to me when i put it in context like in that context, it's like, yes, I had that issue. And if my waiter doesn't be as angry as I am about this hockey puck, then I will feel like you're not acknowledging my food experience. Therefore, you're not getting my tip. Does, it, also, does that resonate with anybody else? Or it does, honest? because when you send food <laughs> <Alex> back, <said> <laughs> no. when you send food back, who, 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 who pays for that? Doesn't it usually come out of the service check? Am I wrong? I no? don't think the it could. I thought it was the cook. It's not. It comes out of the restaurant's money. Yeah. And they it, don't take unless, they unless, they unless the only time, no, 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 no. The only time it comes out of the server is if the server made the error. If the food oh. is cooked incorrectly, that's on the restaurant. If okay. I just straight up put in the wrong food, then that's a different story. And even then, that's a discussion between you and your manager. It don't just right. automatically come out of my check. No. 
Okay, I had no idea. Again, I don't know the inner workings of a restaurant. But yeah, no, I, I tip based on the food because like like Lindsay said, if you tip based on service, then you owe Chick-fil-A a lot of money. So you're not tipping based on service. You're not. You owe Chick-fil-A bank because you go every day but Sunday. You eat the chicken nuggets, you know, a cookie and a shake, and you gave them people a smile. Well, I mean, again, you don't make enough for your service. You constantly coming back. I mean, with any fast food chain, you constantly coming back because of the service is me making it up in my pocket. Not Mm -hmm. as a tip, but bonuses or, you know what I mean? Like payout monthly because sales are high or something like that. So everybody getting paid based on their service. You know what I mean? Regardless Mm -hmm. of how you look at it. So can Mm -hmm. I go next? I got, I got comments. Um, Sorry, Alex, if you were next. Um, So I just want to say, like, Christy, I did not know the background on tipping one. So thank you for that little tidbit of information. And I kind of, as I was listening to you lay out your argument, I was like, okay, yeah, that is me. Like, you know, like I I try, and I'm I'm saying this as a grown woman. I'm not saying it as a 15-year-old kid going to friendlies with my friends after the movie theater back in the day. You feel me? So, um... I try to make sure that I am tipping because I know how low like a server's minimum wage is. You know what I mean? I do try to make sure that I am tipping. Well, I always tip, right? But then Lindsay came in with the the real world situations and I do value customer service. I don't care what type of customer service it is, whether you're dealing with my food, whether you're selling me a TV, whether, you know, I'm calling because of my credit card, I got an issue with it. You know what I mean? Because I used to work in customer service and I know how it is on the other end. And whether you having a bad day or not, you do not take that shit out on me. Excuse me. Um, so, so I need you to put on that fake smile. You know what I mean? And that, hi, how you doing, Tone? Because whatever happened in the kitchen and whatever happened before I walked in the door, that has nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? And because working at a restaurant, it's a team effort, right? So it's not just me as a server. It's like y'all said, the hostess, it's the people in the kitchen. You know what I mean? It's the bartender. So everybody has to work together. And if you on the bad side of the bartender, you know that's going to mess with your tips because they holding up your orders, you know what I mean? Now people sitting there waiting and all they got is water and a lemon, you know what I mean? Like when I want my, my mojito, um, we will be dropping the blueberry, I mean, excuse me, blackberry <laughs> mojito sponsored by Crafted Soul. Um, check that out on our Instagram at It's a Debate. Anyway, back to my comments. So <laughs> all I want to say is that I... It, it resonated with me more when I heard Lindsay talking about, you know, if, if the service is poor, period, then I'm more inclined to only give you 15% gratuity versus the 20-25 that I normally would. Um, I'm not about to give you 20% gratuity when I had piss poor service the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, you coming to constantly check on me, making sure everything's okay, communicating with me. Um, th- you know, the kitchen is backed up. I am so sorry. I brought you extra cheddar biscuits. They are warm, fresh out the oven, um, just to hold y'all over. And as soon as that food is ready, I will bring it to you. That changes the entire experience yeah. versus you hiding out in the back because the food ain't ready and you know I'm looking for you. 
because I'm hungry. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. That's, that's, that's it's the one finger look for me. When you do this, you really look at what it's the one thing. If I'm doing this, it's not a big deal. If I'm doing this, where you at? Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. My, my whole thing is customer service. I don't care what, what line of work you're in. That customer service means a great deal. And if your customer service is piss poor, then I'm going to tip accordingly or I'm either not going to return or something you know what I mean like all that is dependent on customer service so yeah and going back to Tina's previous point about like when you put it into context you are tipping on food like no I still think that's customer service because you know maybe the restaurant's food is just not that great and that's what it is but as long as the service is there and they did what they could you still have to tip them on that, right? Yeah. Tina silent. You know. If you go so, and you yeah. get <laughs> terrible food, not you're not tipping. I'm actually, it wasn't me paying attention. I just felt like Rhodes had something to say, but I was just trying to look if he was going to comment or or if he had nothing to say. He's pulling his hair out. <laughs> go ahead, Alex. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, so they, they all know this is kind of eating me up because I am the service person in the crew. I have been a hostess, a waitress, and a bartender. Um, and so I know how this works. And you guys actually might be surprised about my opinion. So first of all, I, I want to make the comment of when you go to a restaurant and you're tipping the server, in most cases, is it, de it does depend on the type of restaurant. Like Red Lobster might be a little different than a, a higher tier restaurant. Um, places I've worked, the hostess does not get tipped because there's, their pay is typically higher. When I was a hostess, I was getting paid like nine or 10 an hour. So I did not get tips as opposed to waitresses. So waitresses and bartenders are typically, and then the busboy is typically who is getting tipped. And typically if you're at a table, you're tipping the waitress who is tipping out the bartender and the, bar, the busboy. If you're at the bar, you're tipping the bartender directly. That's different. So I want to clarify that one. And then two, you shouldn't be tipping based on the quality of the food because that has nothing to do with the server. That's not, yeah. I can't control that. I don't cook the food. I can't. Now it's one thing if I bring in your food cold, but if you just don't like the food or it just doesn't taste good, that's not on me. That's on the kitchen. And that's something you put in a Yelp review and talk to manager about, but as far as my tip thing, I got nothing to do with me. Right. Now, what I will say is that I a thousand percent agree with Alana Lindsay, and I don't know who else said it. Being a waitress, a bartender, and even a hostess really is a customer service job. Mm -hmm. And it's even similar to the job I have right now. I don't care if you came in with a bad attitude. I don't care if you don't like your job. You are here to service me in this position. So yes, you need to come to the table with a good attitude. You need to be attentive. That is, that's the description of the job. It's just like any other job. If you don't do your job correctly, there are consequences. If I am not attentive to my tables, if I don't manage my tables correctly, time management, if I'm not checking on them, bringing their food, making sure their drinks, I'm not doing my job appropriately. And in this case, while I do think there are significant issues with the way that servers, like the restaurant industry is paid in general and the tipping, tipping really should be eliminated altogether. But since that is not the case, that is how they're getting paid. And so you do, I do believe a waitress, it is your job, bartender, to work for your tip. Mm -hmm. Like if you are providing sh shitty service, 
And I've seen that where, you know, waitresses, like you bring them ketchup in the beginning, but then you never go back and see them until you drop the check off. Like, where you been this whole time? Like, I ain't, I had no hot sauce. You know, I needed this. I needed a refill. Like, if my table got bottled with samosas and I see five empty glasses on the table, I'm not doing my job, you know? So you do need to work towards your tip. And I think the key distinguishment in this argument is that we're arguing whether your tip is affected by your service. Not necessarily that you shouldn't tip, but even me, when I go to restaurants and I tip, I do tip based off your service. Mm -hmm. I tip very genuine, generously, kind of as Tiani said, it's because I've been in the service industry. Save her, she is under attack. Who? Oh, you missed it, go ahead. Okay. Keep going. Um, <laughs> I do tip, um, I do tip very generously, and that is because I've worked in the service industry. So that's just, you know, we tip most service people tend to do that. You tip very generously. But at the same time, I also have a keen eye. I recognize shitty service. And some of you have been out with me before and I have called out people like you, you're a you're a terrible server. Like you just not good at this. And I'm not gonna not tip you, but your tip will reflect that. So I do believe that as with any service job, you do need to work for the the number the amount of gratuity that I'm going to give you this the tip I'm gonna give you I'm not paying giving you 25% tip if you ain't been to my table but to take my order and to drop off the check like what am I paying you for so I do agree with that um this is a topic I'm very passionate about so okay wait, Alex, but can I, sorry go ahead go ahead well I have a question for Alex mm -hmm. just to uh, keep it spicy uh, um a salesperson we're trying to get a water softener at the house and we had a couple people come out and one guy was out here literally for almost, he was here for two hours doing all these demos and testing our water and showing us all the metals in it. And my dude worked his ass off, but he, no matter how hard he worked, his price was too high and it had nothing to do with him. He was just the company. But I imagine that he works on commission and we're not going to tip him for coming out to the house. And so he's just not going to get that commission for reasons that are outside of his control. My question to you is, do you think that that scenario is different? Not should he be tipped, but do you think that that scenario is different for some reason? Or yes. do you think that it's similar? It's different because you came because you came to this restaurant for the food. So before I was even introduced into the picture, you were coming here for the food. You didn't come here to necessarily see me. So you've gotten the food regardless. With him, his pay is based off of whether you built this, pay, get this product. I don't, like, you're gonna eat the food regardless. Whether, even if you eat it, I may or may not get tipped, but you're still gonna eat the food. So I think it's not the same situation. Um, I don't know if that made sense. I don't know if I could talk, but I would like to say something. I think I agree with Alex. I think it's different, but I also think the guy who came to your house, he's getting a, a nice probably paycheck. He's probably getting not $2.13 an hour to come. Yeah. So at the end of the day, he's cool with going to 10 houses a day and maybe two people, only two people buy the product. Like, yeah. I think it's just like working at a car dealership. Yes, you get a salary, but you get plus if I sell you this car. 
Does that make sense? It's a bonus. I don't really know the how commission, commission is a bonus. I don't really know how commission works. So I also can't completely speak to that. I don't know if commission comes out as like a bonus or if that's what supplements your pay. It's, I don't it's just on top. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So just putting my two cents in here, even though I wasn't asked, that's different because when you saw the menu, you saw the prices and said, I'm going to continue to sit here and yeah. order. If Before that I ever would have told up. you the prices up front, you had a chance to make a decision. All right, I'm going to entertain this man or I'm not. So if you entertain this man and you knew his prices and then decided at the end that it was still too much, and that was kind of on you. It wasn't even on that man because he gave you the menu. He's like, look, this is what I'm trying to do. It will cost this much. And you didn't dead the conversation because many people come knock on this door. And I was like, I'm just, I'm going to have hard water because I don't have what you asked and also in that scenario, you're basing your decision off price, not quality. Um, so what I'm like, what I'm saying is that like you're saying you're not going to choose him because it's really just too expensive. Like his service was great, but at the end of the day, the product costs too much. You know, whereas opposed, if you've come in this restaurant and you decided to eat, obviously the price isn't the issue. Your issue when it comes down to paying this person is the quality of the food the service, the drink, or whatever you got. So this is a quality issue, not a price issue. So that's a little different. I can't control the price of my food or the drinks, but I can control I guess, the quality of the service you get. So again, I'm only bringing this up to keep it spicy. But the reason why I think that it could be a little bit similar is because an argument you could make for having a lower threshold for tipping, like no matter what, I'm gonna give you 15, but if you want that 20, 25, you're gonna have to work for it. And on the basis that that person is gonna have to serve you regardless, it's like, I feel like waiters are, it's unique that they can get paid below minimum wage. That's the unique piece. And that I don't know other jobs where your baseline pay is below minimum wage and you're relying on the tip to get above Mm -hmm. minimum wage. That piece I do think is unique, but the idea that you right. can only make money if people like you is but not I, unique. But I also think that that's what makes this whole argument as a whole such an art a thing is that you know when people because like you said in any other scenario you know it wouldn't really be an issue, but the fact that people are literally getting paid like two three dollars an hour, and then their livelihood is based on how you feeling when you sign that check at the end is what makes this whole conversation very different. And I'm gonna also give y'all full transparency. When I was a bartender and a waitress, I was not making two, $3 an hour. So I was was making quite a bit more. so I was in a little different scenario. That's just my full transparency. So you bougie. Was it the restaurant you worked at? I'm sure. It was because of where I worked. It was a different scenario. Um, And because management was a little ghetto and they didn't know what they were doing. So we were getting paid wildly more than we probably should have been getting paid. (laughs) Because I was getting paid like $9 an hour and still getting tipped. But that's the way it should be. But that's what I'm saying. But that's the thing. Like, even with that being the scenario, and then you also have to think about the amount of work that goes into, you know, that, that customer service field. Like, it's not a... It ain't a lightweight job to be a waitress or a bartender by any means. But I guess that's my point. My point is that to me, the the only distinguishing factor is that your baseline pay is below minimum wage because it's like a lot of people do a ton of hard work to get have to get a paycheck. And that's just not unique. Right. That's and that's not unique to being a waiter or waitress. Well, I think the one thing that's yeah, the the thing that's unique is that 
it's the one of the only industries I know of that in the base case you can get paid low, less than minimum wage and you're depending on people to get you to minimum wage. Let me ask you this and never mind because it's about the product and not the service because I was thinking real estate. Um, I asked the real estate agent to help me find a few houses. She found a few houses. I didn't like any of them, but we ended up spending like five hours together. She got nothing out of that. And exactly. I don't know... I don't like it wasn't she was an amazing person it's just that everything she showed me she would never even put her own children in so like why you know what I'm saying like she should have gotten paid and that was a conversation I had with her husband later on that but sounds like she won't get at her job I was gonna say well, she kept showing you houses she would put her kids in well she what we what we came to the understanding is my number was too low and so what I could afford was something that she wouldn't put her kids in because the argument, well, not even the argument, the conversation was like, hey, my wife spent all Saturday with you. Did you give her anything for it? And I was like, I, she didn't send me a bill. I didn't know I had to. He was like, oh, well, you don't have to, but you should because she spent like five hours with you. Y'all drove all around Houston. And I was that's like, BS. that's not how that goes. That oh, is not how we in real estate works. And that's she, what you signed up for when you decided to be a real estate agent. But how she is that different than being a waiter or a waitress? This is a perfect example. That's what I because that's what I Because, because yeah. your job and your pay is based off the final sale. As a she, that's a, that's a different thing. Your job is based off the sale of that product. As a waitress, my job, I'm getting paid for my services. A real estate agent gets paid for the product that they sell. The water softener person gets paid for the product that they sell. I don't get yeah. paid off of, I don't get paid more because I sold 10 steaks as opposed to five steaks today. I mean, I might get more gratuity because- You do, but you do, because it's a percentage. I mean, you do, but I don't get paid. I'm not getting a bonus because- I'm not I getting a bonus because I had sold today. steak instead of salmon. You get paid because of the house you sold. But if That's I don't like, if, if I don't like the houses you sold me, you know that you're going to get $0. <laughs> Bill at the restaurant has to get paid regardless. I don't have to buy this house that you're selling me. I don't have to buy your water softener. But we're not talking about paying bills. We're talking about tipping. So if if you're saying you're not tipping a realtor, you're not tipping them. But wait, let me finish. If if I as a real estate agent am making money based on giving providing a product that you will then like and then you'll buy, how is that different than if I as a server need to provide a service you're willing to pay for because if i bought the house you got paid right yeah a part of so the ones the she's talking about you getting your commission she's talking right. about showing you houses it's you didn't not buy. coming out directly out of my pocket the price and you showed me a service but I the price of my house is three hundred thousand dollars regardless of whether i found the house myself or whether you showed me the house and i bought Realtors it don't get paid my realtor. for their service of showing you houses they get paid to sell the house right that's but how their my job point is. My point is the real estate agent can't get paid until they do something that you like, which is find you a house. No. If, yes. Like I went through, I was looking for not, houses in New They Jersey. get paid to sell the house. Okay. So it's no, not necessarily if I, if buying buyer, the house. You got to sell it to me. No. Yes. Yes. Okay. If I'm a buyer. I can work with a real estate. I worked with a real estate agent for a month mm -hmm. looking for places in New Jersey. And then we ended up moving to Texas. She got $0. She put in at least 15 hours with us. Right. And she got $0. Dollars. 
she knew okay. that because she wanted to be a real estate agent, right? So, but if I put in if I put in an hour of service with you at a restaurant and I don't like I'm your at least service, getting the two dollars. But, but but I think we're comparing apples and oranges, right? Yeah, because I, I think don't, it's I the, don't think so. It to me so. again, it's a thing of selling a it's a product and a service. I understand a real estate agent provides a service, but their pay is based on that product. They have to sell the house. Ten My pay is based on the service. I am a service provider my point is my point is if i so what am i supposed to do so the so the argument is still on this level of tipping so i'm still on the level of tipping so if he gives me a service as a waitress that i don't like our custom is to tip regardless i thought that's the argument yes right that's what i'm saying like as a waitress if you pay me a service that i do not like at all it's still our custom to tip something regardless if i oh, engage the service so now i'm with alana i do think we're comparing apples to oranges i don't it, think that, it's different industries and that's yeah, why i don't it's think apples and them. no it's it let me can i try to make it make sense okay the house you live in right now tenna could a jackass mm-hmm. could a jackass have sold you that house Seriously, I don't, because it wasn't, you, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> no, because here's my thing. That. It wasn't the service that made you buy that house. It, was it wasn't. It, it was, was the, the house, product. Yeah. So there no, is okay. a difference. No, the reason why I say no is because I if I'm if I'm buying a house, I don't need my real estate agent to help me buy that house. If if a real estate agent found me a house that I like and I hate that person, then I would simply go hire a different real estate agent to buy me the same house. This is different than selling a house. For selling a house, you have one agent. For buying a house, I could I could literally have an agent show it to me, find it to me, don't like them, and get someone and just have them do the paperwork for the same exact I house. I think that in itself is why these are two very different arguments. Yeah, apples and oranges. No, okay, yeah. I was trying. No, but, but forget the house, forget the house, forget the house. Just back on tipping. It still gets back to if I'm paying for a service and I do not like the service, am I still supposed to pay? Yes. Yes. Why? I'm not a good person, so don't because don't that's how that it that that is proper I don't know that there's any way for me to argue this unbiasedly. Honestly. Can you can we vote yeah. and then hear what the real people think? I mean, not the real people, the people who debate <laughs> the real people. Who am I, Pinocchio? Pinocchio, you're a, you're a real boy. boy. <laughs> All right, so voting on the arguments, the arguments specifically, not your position, mm-hmm. Tina. Okay, on the argument, I vote Christy because I just like how she presented the argument. But for the record, I do believe in tipping. I do believe in tipping regardless, even though it just sounded like I don't. I just like to be spicy. Mm-hmm. But Christy. Try to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a generous tipper. <laughs> Tiani. Uh, I vote Christy. Um, I'm, I'm not going to tell you how I feel about tipping because I know it's bad. I know it's bad. I know it's bad. Um, know yourself. So, listen, know yourself. you know, I'm, the, I'm about to cancel me over this foolishness. So um, I, I knew the history of it, but I did like hearing it again and how, you know, it was just so well laid 
All right, Alana. Oh, Lindsay, I love the argument. It spoke to me directly, and she hit <laughs> what I wanted to hear. Alex? I vote Lindsay. Um, and I will be honest, this is an emotional topic for me. But I think that Lindsay put it in perspective that made it feel real. Like, I, like low-key, I did not think I would agree with the Lindsay's point, but I like the way she presented it, I was like, oh shit, like, no, that's what I do. So I, I, I like the realistic approach that she brought to it. So I vote Lindsay, which means Paige. Tiebreaker. 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 Ooh. Okay. No pressure. <laughs> I was completely not prepared to do this. Um, hmm. I do like the facts and the history of tipping, but, <laughs> but that, that Chick-fil-A, <laughs> that Chick-fil-A haymaker. Um, but but the facts. Going with the facts, Christy. Did it for me. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> it's Christine. Thanks, guys. Real quick, can I make a comment about the Chick Fil A thing we keep bringing up? Go yeah. off. I don't know if we're bringing it up to be funny or to be serious. No, we're dead ass. No, I'm oh, bringing yeah. it up okay. serious because it's about okay. your business. Right. Okay. So here's my thing with the Chick Fil A. So Chick Fil A gives superb service. We all know this, and you. I think Lindsay made a comment about and like they cannot accept tips. They cannot accept tips. And we made a comment about, you know, you owe them money and things. I think the thing with that is that Chick, and I don't quote me on this because I have never worked at Chick-fil-A, so I don't know what they get paid, but I'm certain they get paid appropriately <laughs> for their work. And that's why, like, there's, I, I think it really goes back to Christy's point that if the, the, the restaurant industry paid workers appropriately, we wouldn't have to have this conversation about tipping. I think tipping is stupid at the end of the day I think it should it really realistically should be something that you do because like damn that service was fire let me give you a little extra something on the top but I don't think we would have to have the argument if people got paid appropriately like Chick-fil-a employees and you know get paid the what they're supposed to get paid to work in their industry so they do their job you know but if I'm only get paid two dollars an hour then you know those extra five dollars tip you gave me really will make or break my paycheck and so it it get, it puts you in that whole guilt position like i gotta tip you because i know they don't pay you right so i gotta fix it that's, that's not my job and you, you really point. is terrible at your job but like i know they don't pay you so i don't know <laughs> yes uh, alex to your point i i never tip below 15 percent like yeah, that's my bottom either. threshold because i think people deserve it but i don't like that I have to have a minimum threshold, regardless of the service. For me, I mean, we've already discussed. Do you want to hear how we feel? Oh, I'm sorry. Because yes, I have a question after y'all give y'all oh. what y'all really feel. Can we take another break before we do what they feel? So now we're going to hear from our debaters, uh, find out. What were they actually thinking when they gave their argument and do they agree with it? So Christy, you'll go first. So today I argued the affirmative and I definitely do. I'm one of those that does always give a tip. Still? No. Oh, sorry. Okay. So um, today I argued the affirmative and I'm definitely one of those that does always give a tip. 
but I am definitely a sliding tier type person. So if uh, if you weren't as attentive or um, stuff was, let's say I asked for something and then you come back each time asking, like if we need anything else and I'm like, oh yeah, that, that one thing still. But um, I'm definitely one of those girl. sliding tiers. So if, if your service wasn't as great um, with us, or maybe there was like an attitude there, anything like that, then I may be down towards the 10, 15. But if it was like excellent service, um, being attentive, even stuff that like, you know how sometimes you haven't even asked for it yet and they come in bring it type thing so that one would be definitely the 20 um 20 25 percent so i do agree with the point i was making um i don't agree with the reason that i stated <laughs> so i'm not just a for the most part i'm not a like um let's do it for the will of uh the goodwill of all man type but um I do feel like it's my responsibility in a sense. So that's why I still give some, but um, again, it's still based on the service of the waiter or waiter. Okay. So I agree. Well, my name is Lindsay and I was not convinced by Christy's argument that we should always tip regardless of the service. But I would like to um, state that I have grown in my tipping journey because there was at a point in time where if you didn't give me good service, you didn't get a tip. And I would clearly cross the line with my little initial and that was it. That's more disrespectful. <laughs> um, and one example was my mother. We had terrible service one day and it kind of looked like kind of racist because we were the only black people in the section and whatever. My mother crossed it out and her tip, the lady's tip was a quote to treat everybody the same. That's what my mother wrote on the tip line. Mm -hmm. And my mother always tips, but when the service was not what you expected, you didn't tip. But going back to my journey, like I said, I was a person who if the service is bad, I'm not tipping. But I'm at the point where if the service is good, I'm tipping. I do the 20%. Um, especially I have my favorite restaurants that I love to go to, especially if the bartender knows me. They might not even charge me for everything that I get, which is why I don't tip based off food or beverage. But they hooking me up while I'm sitting at the bar, giving me good conversation. Oh, you only charged me for my one drink and I had about 10? Great, you get $30. That's your tip, go straight to your pocket. Um, and so- Can we huh i said can we go to that restaurant yeah, but, <laughs> i'll but, get a babysitter but see i like to hang out where i grew up and so it's chilies you know everybody don't like a little chilies but i love it i love, love it good chilies. and it and it doesn't have to be the the particular restaurant but when you have good vibes and you meet good people and the people like communicate and y'all are just shitting the shit or whatever you want to say like shooting the shit you are oh shooting the shit. You appreciate, <laughs> the shit. <laughs> you appreciate the personal tips that people give you when they give you service. Mm -hmm. So I 
if you give me crappy service, you get a crappy tip. And that's just it. And I'm a I'm included manager. Um, and even if it's the food, if the food is bad, I know it's not your fault, but I'm gonna let the manager know that my food was cold. So clearly it's been sitting up there till everybody else's food was ready because all I ordered was some fries. So y'all already had that ready in the back and it's cold. So that's why I say it's just all about communication. Um, I do appreciate my growth with tipping because I know that they do not get paid to me what they should be getting paid because they are there every day um, for eight, sometimes more hours than they should be. Uh, so they should not just be depending on people's tips to have a lifestyle or living the bare minimum, getting all the basic needs that they need and acquire to live life. So um, that's just me. And yeah, that's it. Those are two places you got me. One, the communication, because I'm like, all this shit, all this stuff happens in the background and nobody's seeing, but you get blamed for it. And yeah. like, I mean, just mention it. Just communication is and so then, critical. <laughs> so and then good. the the Chick-fil-A reference and just the fact that one, it's like a mandate. Yeah. First of all, to respond in a certain way, you realize nobody ever says you're welcome. They always say it's my, it's pleasure. my pleasure. It's my pleasure. <laughs> is it really? I did pleasure? not notice it that you. They don't what? say you're welcome. Yeah. You didn't notice well, that's that. a cold. My <laughs> Yes. And they run next to the car for real. I know people be making videos like it's a no, joke, but it's a real. They do. I just went to Chick Fil A and I was trying to order on my app, but I didn't have enough time. And the dude was literally running by my car. I was like, I am so sorry, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, I just ordered with you. It's okay. Back I just ordered with you. To organizations setting a standard, like this is the standard we want all of our customers to receive. Mm-hmm. And when you when you apply for this job, I'm giving you what the standard is. And I'm not trying to be like, shit, I just need somebody to work nine to five on Sunday. Like, what the fuck? Like, no, these Amen. are expectations for the job. And I think it has um, every, a lot of stuff in American culture has deep, like racial issues and everything too. Mm-hmm. But this one, um, who do you see doing the service jobs? Mm. A lot of people who are immigrants mm-hmm. who, you know, so like a bus boy who's, immigrant they're like oh you it's seen as less than and therefore i don't need to pay you as much because you quote unquote need this job you don't know that person and what they need but you think they understand why they was trying to close the borders who's gonna do the jobs that y'all don't want to do (laughs) that's so many jobs i'm sorry but so many jobs yeah honestly and what's crazy about the busboy comment is that you know you treat them less than but let me tell you something as a server you are screwed if that busboy is not doing his job like if my tables are not getting cleaned and flipped Mm -hmm. quickly enough and we got people lined up we're screwed like busboys are critical employees like they are they're critical they have to clean the tables you know it all works together everybody's got to work together the bartender's got to work with the server Mm -hmm. if the hostess sits you in some you know sits you down the wrong way or in the wrong section they screw the servers or if they piss you off before you walked in the door now you got an attitude when you get to the table and i'm looking like well i ain't even doing nothing yet like it works as an ecosystem so everybody is vital to how this whole operation works and i do in the back hates you 
your food's probably gonna be fucked up. I have I've had that happen. Kudos to Christy because everything I researched to try to defend my side was really on Christy's side. So I did not have any research. And not only was it on Christy's side, it was either we need to tip or you need to get a uh, like put it away and give these people what they deserve, regardless yes. of if their service is good or mm-hmm. so. That's why I was kind of like, well, you can decrease the tip, you know, but everything was really leaning towards tip or we need to just pay these people what they're worth. It's really laws that need to be updated because, Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, no. Go ahead. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Yes. Are those federal laws or are those state laws? Because it feels federal. About what? So there's a there is like a federal minimum or something like that, but each state can have their own laws. Okay. As well. Washington state. That's why that's why they were pushing back so much on <clears throat> Biden trying to include minimum wage in the COVID relief. Mm. That's why they were fighting so much because some people, some states, it was well above that, but other states who abide by federal minimum wage <clears throat> levels. Georgia. Who are you talking about? <laughs> they don't. No, we said it for another time. We said it for another time. That's the next no, debate topic. I, it's, it's really I have not a question. debate. It's just stupid. How stupid can you get? Okay. <laughs> I have a question for the group. Um, so we all know that there are stereotypes when it comes to tipping while being black. Um, that we don't tip at all or tip way lower than you know whatever the standard is so my question for you is i guess it's kind of like a chicken and the egg type of thing where it's like people give us worse service because they think we're not going to tip um so my my question for you is do you just if you know that's what's going on in Lindsay's case that she mentioned with her mother, do you still tip generously to kind of kill that stereotype and I guess look out for the next black person that's coming to this restaurant? Or do you call them out and say, I feel like this is what happened, is happening and you know. When I get my check, I'm at the point in my life where I'm gonna let you know how I felt, you mm. know what I mean? Like, as I'm check, as I've asked you for my check and it's time to go, I will call a server over or call a manager over. You know what I mean, and express how I'm feeling and how how the service was to me. You know what I mean. That way, you understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. You know what I mean. And I will make that clear to the people. So, I agree. Take your bias and shove it up your ass. I agree. <laughs> I feel like. Having been a server, servers are very aware when they're giving shitty ass service. You know what you're doing. And so for me, F that that whole black people stuff. So the way I feel like I combat that is kind of like Alana says, if you're giving me like superb shitty ass service, I am going to ask you to bring me a manager and I'm gonna let your manager know everything that has occurred and what has happened. And I want you to know this is what occurred. This is how it happened. So that there is a basis of what has happened and you know why you just got this crappy ass tip now i still say i don't not tip and that is a personal bias but i do tip less and i want you to know why i tip less and i right. want your manager to know why you got a crappy tip so i wanted to be i wanted to be stated and usually when i say it i'm like you know i tip very well 
but I have been ignored all this time. I've been getting attitude this entire time. Everything I've asked for has been wrong. My food was cold. I just went to a restaurant recently with my mother. We went to brunch and the food was great, but my mom's waffle was like cold, like the butter just sat on the top. And when the waiter came back to bring the check, he was like, how was everything? I was like, well, my food was great. My mom's like, you know, my waffle was cold. And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. So when, you know, he brought the check later. When he brought the check, he was like, you know, I'm so sorry about that. We took the waffle off. And for me, it's like, that's all it takes. Yeah. I tip that boy crazy, you know, because to me, it's not just about how, what happened there. It's like how you respond to it. Yep. You know, he could have just been like, mm, sucks for you. Like, I don't know what to tell you, yeah. you know? So I'm, I, yeah, I don't care about that whole black stuff. I don't give a damn how you feel about me. I know me. I know how I tip and I know I tip well. So if I don't tip well, I'm going to make sure it's understood of what happened and what should have happened. And then you're going to get that, you know, 10%. I agree with Alex. I would say the only thing difference is like, I just, it just depends on my energy level. If I have the energy to address the waiter and the manager. And I'll tell you generally, I don't because it's like, I love cooking at home. So if it's like, if I'm going out, it's probably because I'm tired and I just wanted to go out and get something easy. And then talking to the manager is a whole nother thing. So agree with uh, Alex's tipping philosophy, but generally if I don't like the service, I'll just give my 15% and not say anything just because it's just an energy thing for me. I don't want to put it mm-hmm. on It's energy. still generous, 15%. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's- <laughs> That's if usually you, as low as the manager. I used to be the one that like I wanted to set the tone for <laughs> me, like people like me, like this is how we really are, type of thing. Mm-hmm. I used to care about that image that put off, but not anymore. I agree with everything. She said lump that. <laughs> not anymore. Because why? Where where's the return? Yeah. Nothing. So they not, and I, I can assure you they're anymore. not thinking about it they're not do y'all remember um i don't know if it was all of us when there's that pizza spot in <laughs> i was just about to bring that up. Town. <laughs> okay there was a bad aroma yeah oh, okay. I, don't, I don't think i was there and you know if y'all ever go out to eat with me i'm calling it out i don't get yes. it yes. like if you are not giving me the vibe that i need and i, I don't remember <laughs> Yeah, I, I remember the time we you, went out to eat and Ashley didn't get a bill at all. Like they gave all of us a bill and Ashley didn't get a bill. And who snitched? Who Lizzie. Snitched? Lizzie. Lizzie, Lizzie was like, uh-uh. She didn't pay for her food. And we was like, Lizzie. But going back to you being worried about the, the waitress, that comes out of their check. That's for sure. True. So but that's not why you did it, but you're no, <laughs> that's, that's not why I did it. But if I had to pay for my food, so are you. <laughs> okay, when, but I, when I'm 18, stories talking about I don't have the energy now. I used to have the energy, and one time, me and Alana, Alana's <laughs> like, wait, me? we went to a pizza place after it was like one of those bar crawls for Halloween. Halloween, and I swear to God, I'm not kidding. There was a cockroach baked into the slice and we did not make a scene. We literally brought it up to the dude and we were like, can we get a different pizza or get a That's refund? That. Can I get my oh, refund? Oh, yeah. 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 another one. A refund for a cockroach yes. being baked and, into my slice. And he said, no, 
He said no, so we <laughs> I'd have flipped everything over. Just <laughs> we held up the cockroach slice of pizza. We made an ass. You we mean like, tell me. look at this cockroach in the pizza? We made a scene. You ought to. Yeah, hey, what's your mind, sir? Y'all know they cook cockroaches in the pizza scene. <laughs> at you. I'd have caused the scene. I would have. It's a lot for me to cause a scene. But I do remember that time we went to brunch. Should have threw that slice in. <laughs> and Alana and Van, and that server was trifling. Her? And I said something, and y'all were like, "He gonna spin our food." I was like, "No, because I'm a waitress, and I know he's shitty. And he knows he's shitty. <laughs> he no, no, and no. he like he apparently he heard me. Which. He came back and he was like, "And I'm not a terrible waiter." I'm like, "But you are, though." It was <laughs> the way are. in which you delivered your because it was the truth. But we have you could have said to him, no. "Sir, this service." I wasn't I talking to, to him though. Horrible. I was talking to you, Alex. I'm gonna paint the scene. Lindsay was there. <laughs> For, it was, for you, please. Alex, I'm rooting you on. This man, he might have been horrible. I ain't terrible. But Alex, talk about this man. He's an earshot. I didn't know he was an earshot in my defense. He was can at the next table over. He was behind me. And she was like, he's just so shitty. <laughs> and we was like, I just I'm want my eggs not dropping. <laughs> And just and just as a customer, where did I go recently? I went to a taco place and we sit down. I had my food. And we're asking the guy, like, okay, what do you think about this? He was like, you can read the menu. Ooh. Oh, matter of fact, can you, can you give me a manager? We haven't even ordered it. Can you give me a manager? The manager came over. I'm not really feeling his vibe. Listen, another section, please. Mm. The manager gladly sat in another section. We had some, he gave us some extra shots. So like the other waitress who came and served us did not get penalized for his shitty ass greeting. Right. Like, right. if you don't want to work in this industry, choose something else. That is one thing I will absolutely say. If you yeah. know you're not built for the service industry, because there are times where I have been a great waitress and some guests just want to be assholes. They just do. They don't want to be there. They had a bad day. And that's nothing... I can't, I can't react because you want to be an ass. As my job, I still have to be, you know, respectful and polite. If you're not built for that industry, do not get into that industry. Just don't do it because it ain't really much. Like you just gotta, I've had drunk patrons who just are drunk and assholes and then you just gotta like fight through it. So if you're not built for that, don't, don't get into the service industry. That's why I had to do customer service on the phone. Yeah, because in person, all the faces <laughs> My body language, y'all know. It's I just, have it a lot of will show it all on her face. face. You these will know masks, I have an attitude These masks have been helping tremendously <laughs> yes. during the pandemic. I just want to say, even though it sucks to be wearing it for 10, 12, I know- you, you have a whole attitude from here down. Yes. I'm like, thankfully, they cannot see this portion of my face. <laughs> now, my, eyes, like, my eyes are a different story, but yeah. But I hate that you can't fake smile at people because I'm good for doing one of these. <laughs> oh, I still do it. And then I realized later that they can't see me. <laughs> That's right. it. I, I realized. I fake smile at all the time. And I'm like, right, you can't. They don't know. Right. They'd be like, how you doing? I'd be like, <laughs> Right, exactly. They saw nothing. They saw nothing. Mm. Any other comments? Questions? No, but as I appreciate anybody who's in the service industry and who gives their all, I just want to say that you are yeah. appreciated, especially during this time. Because yeah, even of course, they shut the shit down when y'all open these restaurants and stuff back up. 
feed me, okay? Because I don't want to think about All right, here's the last question, guys. DoorDash, because we talked about quarantine. I just sometimes don't feel like I need to tip as a percentage on my DoorDash because I feel like if I order $60 worth of food or $25 worth of food, you're still driving there, putting it in your car and putting it here. So like, what is how much I have to order, have to do with it? So what do you guys think about DoorDash tipping as a percentage? And this is the example, you get Smoothie King. If you get one smoothie or two smoothies, should you pay more tip? <laughs> Alana. Let me go because I <laughs> Let know. just ordered a smoothie from Smoothie King. Um, <laughs> anywho, I, okay, beginning of quarantine, I am one of the people who didn't realize you could like adjust past the blocks that they show you. I guess it was like 10, 15, 20, whatever the percentages are. I didn't know, I didn't realize you could hit other right? So I would either do 10 or 15, depending on the day, right? But baby, when you're looking at five different fees plus tip, and on top of that, my cheeseburger is normally $2.50 when I am in person. However, now that I want to order from DoorDash, it's About $3.10. <laughs> like, goddamn. So I adjust my tip accordingly. Um, maybe if it's payday, I might, you know, leave it on that percentage, but no, no don't do too oh, much. If it's, a, if it's an accident, that happened to me yesterday, the other day. <laughs> Not they on accident. Took the tip out because like you just said, when, and I don't do DoorDash, I do Uber Eats. Um, All of them. They still they, they just charge, so number one, the, the menu is already upcharged. They if being that it's online then they give you a service fee a delivery fee and they'll let you order one thing you get a small fee so it's yes, like, small order fee you had a small it. order fee yes, yes. but just to just to focus it i'm specifically i'm going back to a lot of specifically you just ordered a smoothie the way it's set up right now, if you order one smoothie, and let's say you don't have a small order fee, you're going to pay 20% on that, let's say. Should you be paying more because you ordered two smoothies? Like that's I'm going to just let up. you know right now, my smoothie, I did not tip on this smoothie because I, I tipped them last time. I'm sorry you got a different driver, but I tipped, but last I tipped y'all last time and my well, bill for one smoothie was like $15. Good so do, does the driver get what I, I, I've never ordered any of these sites before. So does the driver never. get that percentage? You don't, you don't ever have any delivery? I have to leave the house every day. So no. I mean, I leave the house every day and I still get it. No, I've never <laughs> ordered any of these apps, no. I've never. I've never I don't used know if they get a percentage, but it's probably like regular Uber. Like you get paid a certain amount because But they like that 20% you're talking, they don't the driver doesn't get that. The actual <laughs> the driver they it. get. Yeah. Oh, okay. That is their tip. They get okay. it. But I'm just like, why should you get more just because I ordered two smoothies instead of one? Like you're doing oh. the same amount of work. It's the same with takeout. I'm giving you two dollars. Right. Why? Okay, uh, if, I do, that's different. if I do carry out, I'm not tipping. Yeah, Thank that's you. different. I put a zero. If I have to go pick the food up, that's different than I delivery. put a zero and a slash through it. So mm -hmm. I never knew. Like I'm like, what is the etiquette? Do you just not at all? Sometimes I do like ten percent, just because yeah. for takeout, I'm feeling generous. 
You like, don't look him in the eye. eye. That's like a dollar. That's like a dollar to look it over and give it back. And I do a dollar. I do one or two dollars because I feel bad. But I'm gonna be honest. Even as a server, I don't really know the takeout etiquette. I don't know. Okay, there ain't. Oh, no. I would be surprised when I got tips for takeout. I'd be like, oh snap. Nah, I put the I out sometimes you know you're sitting there and the bartender. I mean, I right. put the food in the bag for you. Nah, I take out the take bartender. Out you like you're sitting up. there at the bar and they're yeah. like, "Would you like a glass of?" I water? don't expect a tip for takeout. If you order food at the bar and I'm just you're leaving, I don't expect a tip for that. No. Okay, it's cool if I get one, but I don't expect it. No, that's good. The, the fees delivery is different though. Delivery yeah, I say the fees here. Because just like you said, there's actually like an extra fee called the regulatory fee. And I don't even know what that is, but I do know that I've gotten to the point where me and DoorDash, we have an agreement. I will order and I'm going to pick it up because everything was double the price of what it should have been. Like I've never, like, it doesn't matter where I ordered. Once you got to a final checkout, the price doubled. And I'm like, I'm confused. No, you done added your items in. Twelve dollars ninety-five cents. By the time you check out, you had thirty ninety-five. I think that's why I've never ordered from those places. <laughs> like I don't do upcharge. I'll just up. go get and it. And then how much? Since we were on the waiter waitress, how much of that, if any, how much does the person who actually prepare your stuff? Oh, I don't get know. Out of the so transaction, the price on the the the. What amount that they charge on DoorDash or any of those apps it's are usually higher exactly. because the company charges the restaurant a fee. Oh. So for them to balance it out, they up the price. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody robbing Peter to pay Paul. So at the end of the day, you could just do right in the first place. At the end of the day, I think it's best that you just cook at home. I was going to say, that's why you got to cook at home. Christy, go get something right now. Now we're talking about eliminating people's jobs. (laughs) Automation is coming for a lot of people's necks. Automation is coming for a lot of people's necks. You seen the grocery carts? There is a there's a restaurant in Lower Georgia that they have robots that roll around. But the fact that you even have Uber Eats like is taking away people's jobs because that means I'm not going to the restaurant and I can just order it. So really. All you need to order is a chef. Like, all you need to have in house is the chef. Or because a lot of these restaurants usually do delivery, like, they have regular pizza places on DoorDash and Uber Eats and stuff like that. Like Pizza Hut, for example. They don't have them on there. So I'm not calling the restaurant directly. I'm using this third-party app. Mm -hmm. So then the delivery drivers ain't even out, you know what I mean, for that particular restaurant. They don't, apparently they don't even use delivery drivers anymore because I wanted a heart-shaped Papa John's pizza. Um, And I ordered it right from the store. And they were like, oh, well, the Uber Eats guy isn't here yet. What? Well, then hop your ass in the car and bring my Deal. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't order Uber. Eats. I ordered you. <laughs> I, I didn't. It's fine. You can drive me here. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Any other comments, ladies? Y'all look good. Just to today. reiterate, we do appreciate. Yes. Service is no, not an do. easy. Thank role. you for your service. It's not, not an yeah. easy task. Thank you for your service. Dealing with a yeah. lot of energies every day, but you still put on a face. Yeah. Shout out to all the bartenders. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Shout out to the bartender. I like sitting at the bar. They usually be. Me too. I'll be ready to tell y'all whole get life stories of the bar. <laughs> but y'all just if a bar if a bartender can make up a drink, 
oh, you getting 25%, right? Uh, if I could be no, like, no, just no. give but me some Lubasa that's sweet, sweet. Bro, I had this old lady come to my bar one time. She's like, I had this cocktail at this restaurant. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to show you a picture of it. Can you make it? I was like, I mean, I can try. Man, what is this? <laughs> Not a picture. <laughs> no, Tina. It tasted like this. Say, you need to be muddling. You need to be shaking. You need to be stirring. I want a crafted soul cocktail. So you're there for the performance. You want the I want a crafted soul cocktail. Now, if you're you want a performance, with, if you're coming with syrup guns, yeah, no, 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 no. I don't want it. You but don't want the gun. No tip. You can tell the people who have been in the industry for a long time because they know how to please the people. Like and they move. And the people with the wounds. they do be moving. They move fast. They make sure you good. Yeah. They, even if you be, you probably like, dang, you done chat on me about 10 times. <laughs> Alana, Alana would be a horrible waitress, but a phenomenal bartender. <laughs> but a phenomenal bartender. Okay. I really would. You so would be a great just bartender. Show me how to do the shake, right? <laughs> yes. Do it again, Lana. Do the shake. <laughs> See, look. What is this? I don't know. That's why I asked. Look, look. When you do the shake, you it has you have to go back and forth. It's not a you gotta go. Try the shake and everything has. What's, what's the difference? What's it gonna do to the alcohol? Because look, it's it's physics. It needs to go from one tin to the other, so it actually has to move in the. You don't want it to just shake around in the bottom tin. It actually needs to go back and forth in the tin. Yes, yeah. sounds like a lot. Why? <laughs> because so it'll actually mix, and it's not just making. But why can't I just? Whip it. Why can't I do with a like spoon this? like I did my mojito? Why? Why do people? Because it doesn't say, taste as good. Why do people say right, shake and not stir? Because it it's the difference in how much the ice melts and how dilute oh. the drink is. So like a when they had that whole what is that like 007 or something? He's like martini shaking or stirred. If you shake a cocktail, it becomes more diluted than if you stir it. Mm. Mm. So you was trying to dilute my mojito today by making. <laughs> I was trying not to have you drinking straight rum. I mean, if you just want to put rum in the glass, do your thing, big girl. Do your. It was thing. a little. It was a little strong. Okay. I was eyeballing two ounces and baby. See, I I can't be held responsible for that. I didn't want to add on to the question. You may need to stop because oh. I was like, is my shot glass a one ounce or a two ounce? <laughs> Oh, did anybody make their own simple syrup or did everybody just buy it? I made it. Oh, I made it. it. Okay, okay. I I it in like, it on I'm eyeballing these ounces. I don't yeah. know. Okay, here's the key. Even if you don't know how many ounces it is, if I tell you like two ounces, one ounce, just know it's like it's two parts, one parts. We're all we're all math people in here, <laughs> science and things. It's two parts to one part to three quarters. So you got a shot glass, do two shot glasses, one shot glass. It's just parts. Huh. It you could be like that woman talking about two shots of vodka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or maybe one bottle of vodka, half a bottle of syrup, you know, whatever floats your boat. That's what was Proportion. playing on my head page. <laughs> I need a vodka drink next. You want a vodka drink? I got you. Yeah. Y'all, I just, cute. I was experimenting with gin yesterday. I might have switched sides. That gin you. make you sin, baby. I don't want none of that. That gin make you sin, <laughs> that gin make you baby. So oh, for the vodka drink, can we do? A See, I need, I need approval. I might take that sound bite. Hold on, hold on. Go ahead, Paige. Close this out. 
<laughs> well, thank you for tuning in. <laughs> See you next week. And here's our theme song. Woo! Woo!